evening, Interneters. Welcome to Deep Issues, episode number 35. It's day 5,400 and also 35 in the search for Tim Shevelday, everybody's favorite goalie. I am your host of Deep Issues, Josh Hauslander. With me as always, Ed Zaharski and Adam Hernandez, our Deep Issues crew. What's up, guys? What's going? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I think our conversation... Prior to the show is a lot more. Uh, it's uh, a lot more intriguing. Which than... one? Our in-depth conversation on video games, or our even more in-depth conversation on payphones? Both. <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, now now that we've really sold this topic. Although, although I think I think X cast for next week is pretty much pretty much written. Oh yeah, it, it is pretty much. Yeah, we're we if if we have time, we're gonna get to get we're going to uh, get into video games but we have a, a healthy sized podcast about payphones <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert <laughs> to discuss with you guys but not tonight not tonight Aww. tonight's topic is reptilian overlords yeah sorry for that failed to sell there <laughs> reptilian overlords and the conspiracy behind it so what's up guys yeah and you think we're uh Secretly being ruled by, um, rep- should, we, should we wait rep- for the end of the show? To <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I wanted to. I mean, I, I think you guys are, are skeptical, and I'm gonna convince you here. So, oh, okay, all right. So, you know, have at it. Reptilians, yeah. <laughs> David Hike. Okay, so, no, but but seriously, as the the reptilian overlord conspiracy is actually one of the most famous conspiracies. It is. It is actually uh, um, a- <laughs> out here. You know, I know a lot of people think it is very ridiculous even many conspiracy theorists you know a professed conspiracy con- theorists think that this particular one is is a little out there it's a little ridiculous does alex jones believe in it no okay but the the we i, I do have some stuff on alex jones here that i definitely do want to discuss um, that he is a reptilian in, in regards to this no he's not a reptilian he's uh, just controlled by them um <laughs> but, but david ike is of course if you've if you've heard of the reptilian conspiracy you've probably heard of david ike and if you've heard of david ike you've probably heard of the reptilian conspiracy he's kind of the the face of this conspiracy if you will and he has a very large following he, you know this is not um this isn't a minor thing you know i mean you, you know find your list of the top 10 conspiracies this is going to be on there and david ike does have a a very large following and david ike if you don't know who he is was a former football player not uh not real football um, no real football <laughs> but what they call football in the rest of the world not um you know what we call soccer he is a you know a football player um he was a goalie and then he he was a decent player but he was more famous for becoming a commentator a football commentator in england very well liked very popular so did this come very about, good did he drop this during a football match one day and he's like uh yeah you know no but he was still liverpool kind of, taking on man city and i mean this would be kind of like if um you know howard cosell or something all of a sudden came, or bob costas or something <laughs> you know all of a sudden came out and just started saying you know or uh, jim rome to try to be more modern, you know, if, if Jim Rome one day just decided to say, "Oh yeah," and by the way, 
um, you know, if you're having trouble explaining some things about your own life, it's, you know, because reptilian overlords are controlling us. <laughs> um, you know, just kind of drop that bomb. You know, I mean, like I said, very, very famous guy, very respected and well-liked, too. Um, when that first dropped several decades ago, about 30 years ago, I want to say, if it's been that long, I don't know if it's quite that long, but close to that when he first kind of started doing this he's definitely been in the public eye for that long he's in his late 60s now um when it first dropped david ike definitely was far more off the deep end than he even is now he went into a turquoise period where he only wore like turquoise um like like jumpsuits if that's the right word or what's like the a track suit is that what you'd call it like like the zipper kind of thing yeah you know like he only he was only wearing turquoise and i believe he did say he was the son of some deity at oh. one point too um, i don't know if he was like jesus's son directly or if but he was the son of something um he doesn't seem quite as weird now when he's interviewed whether how deliberate that is i don't know if you know, if this is like a Scientology thing where he's kind of tried to go mainstream and then if you get talking with him... Is he a Scientologist? No, 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 no. I just mean I like Scientologists, like, outwardly. They'd have you believe that it's not weird at all. And then, <laughs> you know, you get in the club and go start going to the meetings and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're worshipping Xenu. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, is this nuts, I guess, is the, you know, the main the main question here you know how how nuts is this um you know that we might be controlled by reptilians that the people in charge aren't really people they are actually shape-shifting reptilians who can be from seven to twelve feet tall um and this isn't this isn't new by the way either this has been going on for for centuries you know what evidence does he have? What does he base this off of? Um, he doesn't offer any hard evidence. In fact, um, the story he tells that he told originally when he came out with this was that he was in a bookstore. And he was all of a sudden, there was like a magnetic grip over him. And he was taken to a different part of the bookstore about psychics. And he was taken directly to this book by this one specific female psychic author who then he not only bought her book, but he went and visited her. And she then helped him open his mind and realize all the stuff that was going on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a little weird, right? Definitely more than just a little weird. And then that's when he really kind of lost it for a while but then he kind of regrouped and since then i mean he, this guy has written he, he's not dumb you know wh whatever he is he he's not he's not a dumb guy you hear him talk um and especially back then the the older interviews yeah he seems a little off the wall but he he never comes across as dumb he never says that people that don't believe him are dumb he just kind of presents himself as an um, hey, I'm just here to, you know, give the information. If you think I'm crazy or you think I'm stupid or you want to laugh at me, that that's okay. I'm, I'm just here to give the information. And since then, he's written 25-plus books. Um, 
that was the I couldn't ever actually I tried all to on find, rep, all on reptilian no not oh. all on this but all on none of them are about soccer <laughs> they're, they're all uh, you know about different um, plans and hidden agendas and hmm. things like that um, this is a guy that has okay I'm, I'm gonna some of these are Wikipedia numbers um, that I'm using here but uh he has supporters in and a big following in over 47 countries. He regularly lectures to big crowds. Some of the crowds have numbered over 6,000 people. Um, 25 plus books, like I said. Would you go see him? If yeah, I'd go see him. I mean, I yeah. actually, if he, if he was in the area, I might go see yeah, him. Yeah, because it might be entertaining. Yeah, I, I might. Um, a lot of the things that he says not about reptilians, are things that aren't that weird, that a lot of people say. That not only a lot of conspiracy theorists say, but a lot of people who wouldn't even quite consider themselves a conspiracy theorist would say about government, about um, losing rights, about, um, you know, a, a deeper, darker group of people who rule over us. We've done a lot of shows here on Deep Issues especially where we've talked about these things. So is he metaphorical then when he's talking about reptilians or is he like, does he actually believe Adam, that? that right there is the question. Okay. It truly <laughs> is. That is the question because I've done a lot of research on this guy and quite frankly, I don't know. I, I can't tell if the reptilian thing is real or just a metaphor yeah or or, 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 or yeah or metaphorical yeah I, I, i'm looking for a different word when you already said the perfect one um another thing that's strange about this is by the polls i've read over 12 million americans believe this are on board with the not just david ike some of david ike stuff but are on board with the reptilian thing also, 4% of registered voters in the U.S. agree with this. Now, if you're good at math, you'll know that the, the 12 million people was 2.5% of the population and 4% of registered voters. So if, you wanna, if you're one of those people out there that wants to think like, oh, well, the people that don't vote are dumb. No, actually, more registered voters <laughs> by percentage believe this than people that, that don't vote. So you're saying you're against universal suffrage. <laughs> um, a little bit. Uh, that's the next topic on Politics of the Empire oh, in a couple okay. weeks, uh, believe it or not. Is... Oh, I'm sure Dorf's going to be thrilled about you know, if we bring this up. Yeah, I, I, may, I may have to bring this up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what, what Adam said is true. I can't tell, especially with more modern interviews, if what he's saying is metaphorical or if he does believe in the reptilian elements because they they are by this conspiracy they are reptiles they you know see better underground and uh you know um are cold-blooded <laughs> you know again i mean all of that i mean you know seeing better underground are cold-blooded i mean again Perfect metaphors, if that's what he's actually going at, you know. Right, just the the underground people who are who are ruling. Over yeah, us. I mean, because you know we we've talked about it before on here. The uh, 
you know the the Illuminati and mm-hmm. the Rosicrucians and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. But you know, exactly. since seeing better underground, you know, like understanding their code and yeah, their um and, the, the occult. Yeah, and cold. Yeah, yeah and and cold blooded as far as you know. Okay, they're you know they're they're cold hearted people. You know, mm-hmm. just looking to bring down mankind or whatever you know in a more recent interview i i want to say it was around 2016 ish um so not super super recent but more recent than his initial you know coming out you know decades ago on this subject when he was kind of asked about this he said well you're kind of taking like three months of my life of 66 years is what he said so i want to say now he's like 68 69 because this was a few years ago but he was saying you're taking three months of my 66 years and defining me by them he goes he goes yeah i was going through some like strange i'm paraphrasing here but i was going through some majorly strange existential crises back then trying to discover some things and figure some things out and i was coming across as a little weirder then than than maybe i do in other times, but he goes, but that was three months of my 66 years. And I don't think that that's all I should be, you know, looked at for. I thought, Oh, okay. Is that him saying that he doesn't necessarily believe in the reptilian conspiracy, but he's never said that either, that he, that he doesn't believe in it. Um, some of the things we've talked about that other people maybe do agree is, you know, Adam, you're talking about the underground thing. You're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, some of the metaphorical things that you mentioned the Illuminati too. We've kind of, when we did the Illuminati show, the three of us kind of all at the end when we do our little reveal, we all kind of said that, yeah, we believe in the Illuminati. We all defined it a little different. You know, we didn't all, none of us are pretending to have all the answers, but we all thought, we all kind of had something coming out saying, that, like, yeah, we, we believe in the Illuminati in some way, shape, or form. Whatever that may be, we're not sure. Do they call themselves the Illuminati? Who knows? But, so, we do believe that there's this Illuminati out there, and a lot of other people do. But we, but people draw the line on the idea that, are they really reptile people? You know, I mean, for the most part, people think they're people. But then we also did a show about aliens. And when we did our show about aliens, we talked about the, I wrote it down here, with the Alpha Draconis style of aliens, which that's what these are, according to you know, them. It's, this is the Alpha Draconis aliens. That, are they aliens? Are they um, from a different dimension? Is there a difference? Remember we played that tape, or that, the tape, Adam? Of the guy calling into the radio show where it gets cut out, yeah, and the guy saying that you know like no like I've I've worked for the government it's not it's not what you think. Oh, was it's that not... the uh, what the hell was that? Was that the Area Fifty One? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, him saying that it's that creepy. It's, yeah, it's super creepy, and then it cuts out. The feed cuts out, and then later they have the guy call back and say it's a hoax, and it totally sounds like a different guy. Yeah, um, saying it. But we did our alien show, and a lot of people kind of believe in aliens and believe this. We did a show on Milton William Cooper, a guy who's considered one of the top conspiracy theory minds. 
you know, I mean, granted, like the godfather of, of some of these, some of these things. And I, for one, I'm a big, I'm a big Milton William Cooper fan. Um, Ed and I have been talking about Bill Cooper for, for decades. Very intriguing stuff. Well, if you recall, Bill Cooper started his career saying that we were being controlled by aliens. And then he later kind of backtracked on that and said, well, it's not aliens, but it's a, it's a very deep conspiracy. You know, it, it's, it's something that goes very deep in, you know, a system of control. And as somebody that's always thought the world of Milton William Cooper, you know, I mean, he's a guy that he's, he brought us the JFK tape that we've seen of, you know, that, that Adam and I have spoken about on tons of different shows here mm-hmm. on Empire Media over the years. You brought us that tape. Well, as somebody that I always loved Bill Cooper and respected him, and then somebody that I'll, and same guy, me, I'm thinking David Icke's always been kind of a loon. Well, when I look back, yeah, they, they kind of started their careers the same way. By making a claim that was outrageous and supernatural if you will and then later kind of said well okay maybe it's not that but it's there you know maybe it's not gray aliens but it's reptilian you know maybe it's not reptilians but that doesn't mean that the occult conspiracy isn't there still it's there um many people in alien abductions now We've, we've talked about alien abductions on this show before, too. Um, and we've kind of... The point that I always like to make when it comes to aliens, alien abductions, I, I make the same exact point with ghosts and ghost sightings, is if 99.9% of them are garbage, they're made up, they're fake, they're either made up to get attention or they're made up because the person's crazy... Or they're just simply mistaken about what happened. If 99% of the time that's the case, then aliens still exist. You know, if, if, if 99.999% of ghost sightings are wrong or fake or untrue, then ghosts still exist. If it's happened one time, then, then it's real. And in many alien abductions, you it's more common to see the the what we call a gray alien image but many of them talk about a reptilian thing and a, a reptilian style thing that has abducted them and people who are believers in this believe that the gray aliens this is something we talked about on the alien show too that they're not really in charge they're kind of like created beings if you will like uh, genetically engineered beings that are servants of something. People believe that the gray aliens are servants of the reptilians. Of the reptilian aliens. We also have done a show about simulation theory. As I recall from... We've actually done two simulation theory shows, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Ed was... I think you were only on the second one? Yeah. Um, because, yeah, one of our very first shows, we might not even been calling it Deep Issues yet. No, we were, I think we were, we're We were calling, calling it Deep yeah. Issues? Okay. Um, one of our very first shows when we started to get into this stuff was Simulation Theory, and then we did one later as well. Um, I'm a big believer in Simulation Theory. 
huge believer. As I recall, you you two aren't really, no. right? You're, no. You guys are not, don't really buy into it. We had some fun on that show, cool discussions. Um, I remember you guys making some, some good points. But um, I am a big believer in simulation theory, and that is part of directly David Icke's reptilian conspiracy is that they are controlling the simulation. So, so I just kind of wanted to comment on the, sure. the whole the polling thing just once more that was it four percent of people four percent of registered voters so the way it was phrased made it sound like like holy shit like four percent of the registered voters just think there's you know believe in like the dumbest of david ike's ideas mm-hmm. when in reality and the link by the way on wikipedia is dead and going back to the Wayback machine it's also dead so I really find, so i couldn't find a legit copy of that link but the way it's presented though is it looks like believes in in some of his ideas no he has many ideas so if you took a list of like 10 things he believed in you know you might be able to find things that the three of us who are all registered voters would actually say like yeah actually i think that's a thing sort of thing so that can kind of be a little bit misleading i think um supposedly it was not asked whether they believe in david ike's theory it was whether they believe in reptilian hominids Oh, that's because okay, yeah. the title the, said conspiracy theory, um, so that could encompass. Try, a lot if of you're things, on Wikipedia, so. try reptilian hominids. That was the page I. Oh, I was it? From. Okay. Yeah. The some of the issues I've had with this too, when I was trying to search, a good deal of my research was to try to answer Adam's question: was what does David Icke really believe in regards to this? And one of the things that I found weird is I found constant reference to what David Icke believes. Yet whenever I would dig deeper into the references, I've never once seen a reference to one of his 25 books. It's, it's always a reference to something else. So I'm like, like did, did anyone read these books that wants to like comment on them? Well, that's like the, the media's portrayal of who this guy is rather right. than what he's actually. Right. Because even, even though I think the guy's a complete shill, that happens with Ella Jones a lot too, where people say things that he right. didn't actually say. A and, lot, actually. Yeah, quite a bit. And, and and it's because he's a big conspiracy guy, you know, he's sort of the garbage collector of, like, like all these things. They get assigned to him when it's like, he didn't necessarily say that. Somebody said he said it, and it got repeated, and then everybody thinks he said it. I recently saw Alex Jones on, um, this wasn't that recent of a, of a podcast, but I recently saw it, um, was Alex Jones on Joe Rogan's show. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, very good. I love, I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. Absolutely love his podcast. Um, he does great stuff. And I love the way he interviews. I love the way he has guests on his show. And Alex Jones rattled off quite a few of the things he has been accused of saying that are just, that, that are nonsense. Mm. And the one thing I really liked about it is that I really respect Joe Rogan. A lot. And Joe Rogan was on there saying, you know, I mean, it's not like he sees eye to eye with everything Alex no, Jones says not at all. by <laughs> any stretch. But he's on there with him and he's saying like, 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 Alex, you know, I've known you for years. I know you're not a liar. He's like, I know, you know, like, I, I know that you, yeah. And I was really kind of surprised like, well, oh, okay, this is like kind of interesting to me that a guy like Joe Rogan is like really going out there and vouching for this guy like like hey agree with him disagree with him whatever but that this guy is not not a liar i don't know if alex jones is a liar or not i'm that's not me talking but but that that's not an that's not a popular opinion to take if you're joe rogan to say that 
to say that about Alex Jones. Um, one of the things that, a point that David Icke tries to make from time to time, and one that I make about, I've, I haven't made it about him in the past, but I've made it about others in the past, and that is, if he's so crazy, why are people always trying to silence him? You know, and, and that's something that I think is true with a lot of conspiracy theorists. I think it was true with, with Bill Cooper. It's definitely true with Alex Jones. Bill Cooper got silenced permanently. <laughs> right, he did, for sure. Um, and the thing is with David Icke is that, you know, I, I do agree. It's like, if he's this crazy, just... Why, why are we trying to shut him up? You give, know, let, give, let him go. Give him enough rope to hang himself. Yeah, and, and just... And, and defeat him with with logic and reason and truth. And, uh, you know, it should be easy, right? But it is what scares me. And I know that this isn't a show about freedom of speech tonight, but... That that is, you know, maybe maybe we should have that as a topic either on politics of the empire or or here on deep issues. Just the idea of what freedom of speech really is, um, because it is a a growing thing. The idea that that well, yeah, freedom of speech that's fine, but some speech shouldn't be allowed. Well, you can't pick and choose. And I I personally don't agree with that sentiment at all. And. One of the interviews with David Icke, I heard somebody brought that up to him, and you know, he's a Brit, and he's being interviewed by another British guy. Brits are much further <laughs> to to the left on this issue, typically, than, than Americans are. And even a guy like David Icke is saying, like, well, you know, I mean, there's there's laws against, you know, incitement to, to riot and things. And, and that's true here in the U.S., too. There are certain... Sp- elements of speech that technically the Supreme Court has ruled are illegal. Um, me personally, I've actually always even had a bit of a problem with that. You know, the, the common one used is, you know, you can't yell fire in a, in a crowded building. Um, I, like, I, I, I want to agree with that sentiment, you know, that, that that's, a, that's a really terrible idea. But I feel like if anything is used to quell freedom of speech it's bad and i mean i remember even as a young man hearing that or or a kid hearing that that you can't yell fire i always just thought like man to me freedom of speech is just freedom of speech and you just gotta hope that people don't go to movie theaters and yell fire which almost no one which they don't they don't you know people don't do that they really don't um and from that, our own Supreme Court, and I, I don't mean to digress too much, I do think it's somewhat relevant to the topic, um, you know, the Supreme Court did the, the five parts of speech that are not, you know, not protected. And what it's said, incitement to riot, fighting words, those are the two big ones. I, the other three escape me off the top of my head, but those are the two big ones, you know, the fighting words and incitement to riot. Um, the other three are... In, in my opinion, kind of variations of, of that of those basic principles. Um, back to the Alex Jones David Ike connection. I know, and I want to get to you, Ed, because I know you were you've been kind of saying how you kind of think that David Ike's just more of a shill and just kind of doing this for for other reasons, if you will. And I have in the past said that about Alex Jones too. That I actually think Alex Jones is potentially or maybe kind of a 
an agent of uh, of misinformation. Like he he's there to make like you know he he says things that are true and then says something ludicrous, so then it discredits everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like David Icke does that. Um, or David Icke could be, I, I don't know that he does that, but David Icke could be described in that, in that same manner because old Alex Jones from, from back in the day, I like, I agree with it. And Adam, I know you're a huge, not Alex Jones fan, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, I, but we have, you know, I mean, we used Alex Jones video when we did our Bohemian Grove show, mm-hmm. you know, when, when Alex Jones snuck into the bohemian grove and exposed that that was him that and that's legit that you can't get much more legit than than what he did by sneaking into bohemian grove and doing that so again like we we know that you know these elites you know worship strange deities and do these things but but then when we say they're reptiles we say no that's crazy you know well i, um, I on that show i did i didn't say that they that they worship these strange things. I just, I remember I said that they, they're hearkening back to the, you know, the ceremonies that they used to partake in when they were in college. And it's just, it's just more of a hobby type of thing than actual. Perhaps. And I, I, I think that's what they would say for sure. Um, and there's probably a lot of truth to it. And again, I, I kind of use like the, you know, if 95% of them probably think that, but if, if there's a few of them out there that are really kind of like down with Malik, that it's really discouraging, you know, it's really, it's still weird and it's still wrong. And there's just something about the idea that it's wrong because they're hiding it. You know what I mean? Like if... If they were all so eager to come out and say, yeah, we go to Bohemian Grove, we do these silly things, and, and, and this is what we do, and here's a transcript of it if you want it. it I know it's goofy. To you I, guys, but I know, but... I, know, I, know we're not, I know we're not talking about Bohemian Grove tonight, but yeah, I, think, I think the whole point of that is to, even though they say they're not supposed to talk about it, they're not supposed to talk about mm-hmm. world issues. I think that's what they do when oh, they go for there. Sure. They talk about world issues. For sure. And the weird... Ceremony is just a little added caveat to the thing where, hey, you guys wanna you guys wanna do that you guys wanna do some more of that weird shit that we used to do at Yale. I think that's what that is. Yeah, and and I think like the I I, I think you do have a point with that, Adam. Um, I think it maybe scares me a little more than it is scaring you, and it maybe bothers me a little bit more. But I do think you're right in the idea that like like the guy whose voice is in the background. I feel like. <clears throat> I feel like that's probably like the old buddy of these elites from college that like never made it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like he's the dude that's still like, like, like his claim to fame is like, like, yeah, I was, I was John Kerry's roommate. I, I was, you know, oh, I used to hang with George W. Bush all the time and party. And well, those guys like, you know, stopped the partying and like, you know, moved on with their lives and became very important people. He was like, still the guy who's like yeah but i got the malik statue you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you know like like i can't wait for bohemian grove they still invite me every year i get to do the ceremony i'm gonna get hammered you know i mean <laughs> yeah I, I do think there is you know potentially an element there but also i i don't know i don't like it though it still leaves a really bad taste in my mouth 
to think about this stuff. Um, but the other thing, too, is like I said, I'm a big Bill Cooper fan. And maybe a little too much. I do. I, I, I admit, when that guy says something, I believe it. And Bill Cooper said, you know, back before he died, that Alex Jones was, was full of shit. <laughs> I mean, he, he said that said that then, and that was before Alex Jones became the Alex Jones he is now. Another thing that I find very strange about Alex Jones is, guy's been around for a long time, and now all of a sudden, within the last couple of years, the media is jumping all over him, and you know he's getting banned from certain things, and I find it really weird that a guy like Alex Jones, who said terrible things about the Bush family and George W. Bush and was never banned. Um, he said, not as bad as the Bushes, but he said terrible things about Obama and the conspiracies that he thought Obama was involved never got banned. It wasn't until Alex Jones actually started liking a president of the United States, actually started supporting a guy who was became the duly elected president, that all of a sudden he became this crazy guy that needs to be banned. I find that very weird. I mean, he made, he, he, he made his name by saying that the sitting president of the United States um, did 9-11. You know, I mean, that, that, that's the stuff he was saying then. It wasn't until he started saying that he actually kind of likes Donald Trump that all of a sudden, oh my God, he's, he's, he's evil, he's got to go. Gotta, I find it weird. You got to control the narrative, don't you? I mean, there's all this this talk about well, free speech on the internet, but isn't it obvious with all of these bannings going on, whether you believe them or not, the narrative is being controlled, like one hundred percent. Like it might not be things that you believe in or want to watch or listen to, but you know that might be the case today. But what's it going to be in two years from now when you have to tow the exact YouTube line or you can't post a video or you know, if you, the thought police are going to ban your Facebook page if they haven't mm-hmm. already. And this is just going to be like middle of the road centrist who just like barely into anything, saying right. the wrong thing. Right. And, and that is what it is. People like to use Alex Jones as the example because for the most part, people will say, well, yeah, Alex Jones is pretty crazy, but it's, and David Icke is pretty crazy, but it's not just these guys getting banned, you know? So... I, I do kind of ask the question: If if they're so crazy, why do you got to ban them? If they're if if what they say is so weird, just just let them talk, and they'll just they'll fade away. Yeah, you know that that's that's kind of my thing. You know, I mean, I mean, Dennis Prager is getting like lumped in with these people. I don't know if you guys know who Dennis Prager yeah. <laughs> is, but I mean, just you know, he's got just an, like, or, an Orthodox Jew, like conservative. regular conservative YouTube videos. Right, like, I've, I've watched some of them, and yeah. it's like there's yeah, nothing. It's a, it's like... a bunch of shit, too. That's what it is. Well, some of his videos are actually really yeah. educational and profound, actually. But hey, dude, you can hate it. That's okay. I am hating it. That, that's care. okay. You're allowed to hate it. You are totally allowed to hate it. You're allowed to hate it. You're allowed to speak out against it. You're allowed to say. What does any of this have to do with? reptilians though it, it has well, something to do with with him being painted as a crazy psychopath okay um let's I'm, get back let's get back to reptilians then okay <laughs> and we can we can try to um well, I, I i just i thought it was relevant why um, isn't david Icke banned from youtube 
Um, he's been banned from a few things, but not from YouTube. Um, and again, though, I mean, he's British, so they, they don't quite have the same. They're, they are more prone to ban things. Um, the, the, the thing David Icke says is that when he goes to these other countries where he has a following, he gets put on, like, the top news stations. When, you know, when he goes to countries in Africa or countries in Asia, he's put on regular news and interviewed. But in the West, he's shunned by the mainstream and, you know, is reduced to, you know, small-time shows and, you know, is given very little airtime is the point he makes. Um, so... Back to reptilians, like Adam said. You know, I mean, what what exactly is the conspiracy, I guess, behind the reptilians? Are, are they aliens? Are they from a different dimension? Are they the ones controlling the simulated reality? Um, which, by the way, you originally said that they were controlling the simulated reality from the moon. The moon's basically like the Death Star. Like, it's a, you know hollow thing over there that's a, a a station not 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 just a piece of rock it's you know hollowed out and they are there but they're also underground here so um, it's like starbase killer yeah kind of yeah i mean it's that yeah as in it's a rip off of death star yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but another conspiracy that this kind of harkens back to is what many believe, again, um, kind of on the, the fringe of conspiracy, but the idea that the elites are drinking the blood of children and things like that. This is kind of harkens back to the reptilian thing. You know, is this just a metaphorical thing that, you know, some people do believe that the elites are an occult group that is drinking blood and sacrificing people. Well, that would, you know, are they doing that because, you know, for fun or are they doing that because they're reptiles and they, and, and it's, and it's real. So I, I guess that's kind of the idea that when David Icke or others are talking about the reptilian conspiracy, they're giving homage or shedding light on the idea that, yeah, those, those crazy things that people are claiming the elites are doing, they're not doing them because they think that. They're actually right. Those things are true. You drink the blood of a baby and you do become more powerful because they're evil reptilians and that's how they get their power. I mean, does that just make it more crazy? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. You know, that's, you know, maybe a lot of people are out there probably listening thinking, well, that's crazy to say that, the you know, that the elites are drinking blood, and it's even crazier to say they're doing it because they're reptiles. Oh, Ed, do you want to jump in before I go, kind of go off on another reptile tangent here on what you were thinking, what what your thoughts on David Icke were? So, it, admittedly, like I have, I, I don't know a ton about the guy, and some of it is just from what is said about the man. Um, I don't doubt that he says things that are probably true. I mean, you could probably say that about a lot of conspiracy theorists. You know, there's so many conspiracy theories out there, and 
you know, they can't all possibly be true, and there's <clears throat> some of them that are pretty obviously ridiculous. Um, he comes across as very, like, new agey and, like, almost catering to that sort of crowd from, like, mm -hmm. from what I know about it. And his whole getup just seems like it's designed to make him money. Like writing all, I mean, how many books do you need to write about conspiracies? I mean, and you know, maybe I should read some and maybe I'll learn something from it. But so there are definitely, I think there are definitely conspiracies that you can write about and you can actually fact check and actually have a lot of hard evidence. Like one that we've talked about that is a conspiracy is the Federal Reserve. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's, its origins are well documented. You can find out exactly how it works. You can find out completely why it's fucking bullshit. And in my mind, there's like nothing conspiratorial about it other than it's categorized as a conspiracy. Right. So, you know, I could go up to Joe Blow on the street and I could say that to them and they've never heard this idea before. And it's like, Oh my God, that's fucking insane. You're like, and, and so maybe it's like that with reptilians, but I think the whole reptilian thing at the very least, because he probably does say some things that are true and what he does, that's, that turns people away. And if mm -hmm. you're going to, be this big famous conspiracy theorist you're probably better off getting your your eyes dotted and you know your t's crossed before you go out there or you're going to come across as a shill i think at the very least or or at the very least you're going to be very detrimental to the movement mm -hmm. of any sort of truth and are you saying that maybe you know given his given his somewhat notoriety he should be focusing on more important conspiracy type things um possibly but, okay. but, yeah. I'm yeah, not maybe. saying, yeah, I'm not saying that's wrong. I mean, what, what's strange is he has in the last, you know, decade or more, but it's still like, it's kind of like, can you believe anything he says if he really believes it? The boy who cried yeah. wolf type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, so maybe he's completely changed his mind on things and everything he's espousing now is actually <laughs> legit and real, but... You know, it's it's hard to get past the reptilian stuff. Mm -hmm. What's weird is, and I don't mean to keep going back to Alex Jones, because that's not what this is about, and Alex Jones hasn't said that, but Alex Jones initially had some things to say about David Icke. I found, like, early comments about him, and he's basically saying what you just said. The guy's a shill. The guy's, he's he's either nuts, or he's a shill, or he's just, you know... Or, you know, he's making it up for attention, or he's, you know, he basically says, I don't know if he's spreading it to spread dis disinformation, or if he's just nuts, or if he's just a shill doing it for his own thing. But then later, David Icke comes on his show, and he has, like, a different tune about him, and he kind of says, he doesn't deny that he made those claims before, but he says, hey, I'm, you know, I've made negative claims about this guy before but now i see that a bunch of things he said have come true a bunch of things he said were right and were very prophetic so i don't think there's reptiles but hey what if i'm wrong and I, that's how i'm trying to approach david ike in this is that um i've heard him make some comments that i really agree with and heard him say some things that really in, in the world of conspiracy like you were saying adam that mm -hmm. aren't that crazy they don't even go as far as an alex jones or a bill cooper or a, a jordan peterson you know they, they don't even go that far but then it's like oh this is the reptile guy isn't it you know 
So and, it's kind of tough to say. And, and I guess that's why I would say with the caveat of, like, I would be caution, cautious to completely throw the guy under the bus and say he's, like, even though I think, yeah, probably he is a shill. I know that if I actually read some of his books and got to know maybe some of what he current belie- currently believes, yeah, maybe I would agree with him on some things. Mm-hmm. I just don't know all that well, and... Honestly, I'm kind of kind of turned off a little bit into to digging right. deeper. Like he doesn't seem like the best source of of knowledge. Right, right. I, I know what you mean. And one of you guys, or perhaps even both of you guys, at the beginning of the show asked, you know, what you know, what evidence is there of this? What what evidence is presented? It is that okay? Um, and I don't know if this classifies as evidence or not, <laughs> but but some people have presented it as such. Um, the idea that there are reptile overlords that are above us, although it's been popularized and mainstreamed and defined differently by David Icke, is not new. We, we can't go the entire show, and I, I think I know where you're going with this. You've got to mention They Live. <laughs> I, I, I was going to mention the sci-fi connection, but that's not okay. what I was going to say right now. Um, but no, that, that is true. You know, we, we can jump to that first. No, and in the sci-fi connection, what I found is, because I thought, all right, where does this start? Because it's definitely all over in sci-fi. They live, the one I thought of was V. No, that's, the, that's a good one, know, too, the, actually. The yeah, V, that, where it's the... That might actually be a better movie than, than They Live, I think. Yeah, probably, yeah. maybe. Um, and Except that was that, a mini-series, and then later it was a television show. Yeah. And... V is loosely based off the Arthur C. Clarke book, Childhood's End. Wasn't it like a movie then a series? Like a two-part movie or something? Maybe, maybe. Could be. um, And I know we're talking about science fiction here, but science fiction does often kind of go off of things that are ideas that people have. And the the earliest one I could find was uh, 1929 Weird Tales which was like an ongoing like kind of comic book type thing. But they did a thing called the Shadow Kingdom that spoke of this this idea. Um, that was done by um, Robert Howard, who he's most famous for. He did Conan also. It's kind of the you know, Conan the Barbarians thing he's kind of most famous for. But that was the first one I could find was the 1929 Weird Tales Shadow Kingdom um, idea. That later gave... Um, are kind of inspired, and then these guys work together to H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, who did the whole Cthulhu series, where it is like a, a reptilian thing that we're worshiping, and you know is an all-powerful being above us. Um, this has been hinted to with the theories of Atlantis and Lemuria, the Dragon Men, and the Lemurian continent. Um, which is like a, a lost city type thing, a lot like, much like the stories of Atlantis, or or maybe our Lemurian Atlantis, the same thing. You know, we we don't know, but uh, it kind of it, it harkens back to that, to some degree, and again, this science fiction stuff isn't really based completely out of fact. Although some of the things I'm going to say aren't necessarily history they're more like mythology or religion but um the bible itself talks about you know a serpent who is you know above us and serpent people who are 
from a different dimension or from a different place who have control over us. Kane's bloodline. Uh, yes, exactly, exactly. Um, with that being said, you can say, oh, well, that's just a Christian thing, though. You know, the, just the, the, that's just something the Christians believe. But it's actually very difficult to find the ancient culture that doesn't have something similar to this. The Mayans, for sure, believed that there was a, you know, a lizard overlord, a group of lizard overlords. Uh, the Egyptians definitely um, had things of this Roman and Greek mythology, uh, the Chinese and their worship of dragons is similar to this. They're, they're, you know, we call it dragons because they call it dragons, and we have a, a definition of what a dragon is, but a Chinese, the Chinese definition of dragon. And we had a show about it, too, and Game yeah, of Thrones. And, yes, and, yes, yeah, and, <laughs> you know, and, and, and Enter the Dragon, which, you know, is a, a cool Bruce Lee movie. Double Dragon was a video game. Yes, Billy Lee and Jimmy Lee, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Double Dragon 2. Yeah, I mean, that, people... That was a lot better. Yeah. People in China do believe <laughs> still that... Many people in China do still believe that dragons were here. And they talk about dinosaur fossils as, as dragons. Um, they sell dragon bones and, you know... Use them for various things. Um, Africa, African cultures for sure talk about the, uh, um, you know, uh, reptilian overlords and uh, how we were originally came from, you know, reptile. We are we're the descendants of the, you know, the unholy marriages of the reptiles and the and the early humans if you will, and that those are still, to this day, who, who rule over us. Um, so so who, are, who are the reptiles, according to, uh, according to David Icke and others? It's uh, the royal families, for sure. Mm-hmm. I've heard that one. Um, you know, the, when, when, you know, I think this is true for a lot of people around the world, but especially um, in England and here in the U.S., kind of an offshoot of England. When we say the royal family, we, we think of the Brits. You know, we, that, that's who we think of. But not just, you know, Queen Elizabeth. For sure, he was, that was like the first person that David Icke outed as a reptilian was Queen Elizabeth and the entire family. But, but all the royal families, the, you know, the, the French royal family and the Prussian and the German and the, um, these royals that have been um, ruling over us for, for centuries, the Merovingian dynasty, is they're all reptiles. Uh, the Bush family, reptiles. All of them, reptiles through and through. The Clintons, reptiles. Obama, reptile. Um, which that sounds like, oh, you're just every president's a reptile. Well, if you believe this and that the reptiles have have solidified their their rule over us, well, then yeah, I doubt they're going to let a non-reptile be president at this point. You know, I mean, that, that's you know, the, the stretch is the idea that it's reptiles who are ruling over us. You know, if if the reptiles are running the show, I would imagine that the vast majority of the presidents have, have been reptiles, especially the modern ones. Now that they've solidified their control, uh, the business elite too, the um, the big families, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the people. We're going to do a show not about them being reptiles, but about them eventually. That's that's plopping into pumpkin here from the in the next pumpkin reboot is uh, these these famous families you hear about the you know especially the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the Bushes 
Um, according to, I don't know if this is David Icke talking now. This might be people who have gone further with the conspiracy or delve deeper or made shit up. I don't know. But, um, but it's like a hierarchy of, of 13 groups. And that's kind of like those families, you know, the Rothschilds and the Bushes or whomever, you know, that it's like 13 of them. And it is supposedly ruled by one you know, reptile leader who has been in place for, for a few centuries now has been running the show. Same dude, because they can live a long time because they're reptiles. Um, or if they're, you know, whatever it is they do to live longer, being supernatural, being reptiles, who knows. Um, he talks a lot, again, about David Icke, now I'm talking about again, about this idea of it being a simulated reality where the reptiles are in charge and basically just talks about how we are simply computer programs that are being manipulated on this, you know, high, high end computer programs. I think he more kind of goes with the idea that we are each individual, like little mini computers that they are, they are running. Now that sounds crazy too, but when it comes to simulation theory, a lot of very brilliant scientists are on board with simulation theory. You know, whether it be, um, uh, you know, Nick Bostrom. Um, who's the dude? Oh, God, I can't remember. I can't think of his name. He was here in, uh, just here in Detroit a little while ago. He's just on Joe Rogan a little while ago, too. They tried to hashtag me to him. Super smart dude. You know what I'm talking about? Um, no, she's had a TV show about the planets. You know, TV not... show about the planets. Yeah, and then he does like a he went on went on the road, kind of like talking about the uh, the the science that's bunk, but the science is also true about movies. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, sorry. Oh. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson is uh, you know on board with simulation theory. Uh, Nick Bostrom, you know, and these you know very brilliant men are uh, Mickey Okeku is not, as I recall, because he's a string theory guy. But I mean, simulation theory is not a a crazy theory anymore. Some people may think it's wrong or or disagree with it, but it is by no means devoid of extremely smart and respected scientists who who agree with it to some degree. Not that reptilians are controlling it from the moon necessarily, but simulation theory isn't nuts anymore necessarily um i don't know if there is a simulation so somebody's controlling it like is is it crazier to think that um reptilians are controlling it than uh future us maybe probably (laughs) you know but but still if if we if all of a sudden you found out that the simulation theory was legit that it was 100 percent real and that we're absolutely living in a simulated reality and then like you know you just like this ultimate information is presented to you and you know that it's fact would the mind-blowing thing be that oh and the people running it look like reptiles (laughs) (laughs) is that the mind-blowing part like no my mind's officially blown already at that point if we do find out that simulation theory is 100 percent legit it's you know at that point, if if I if I come to this realization or am presented with this fact, it, who's running it is not going to surprise me. That that's 
you know, whether they are, you know, gray aliens or reptiles or, or God himself or, or, or whomever. Um, at that point, who knows? Um, one thing that... Oh, have you guys seen any of the YouTube videos where they kind of, like, supposedly catch people shape-shifting? No. <laughs> there, there's some out there, and, I mean, visually, I'm the type of guy that, at this point, visually, I don't really believe anything, because <laughs> anything can be doctored, mm-hmm. you know? But, and 99% of them are just dumb, and you're like, oh, God, you... The lighting's bad or something. A few of them do are kind of creepy. There was one especially of a guy who was um, hanging with Obama that went very viral to the point where a member of Obama's administration did actually comment on it um, about this guy. It is very a very creepy-looking video. I think it's just mo- mostly just it's a really weird-looking dude. And, yeah, he, you know, when they slow it down, he really does... Um, Look very crazy. <coughs> One of Obama's press people, when when asked about it, said, you know, um, turned it around into how Congress was um, taking away funding for um, for uh, security for the president. And they said, said well, if we're employing aliens or, um, you know, uh, magical creatures to uh, protect the president. I'm sure we won't be able to once they pass this new law. <laughs> so it doesn't matter anyway. Kind of turned it around as a joke. Um, you guys ever heard of the Louis C.K. thing? No. Adam, you ever heard of that one? No, I haven't. Okay, Louis C.K., when he had an opportunity to talk to Donald Rumsfeld, asked if Rumsfeld and Cheney were um, were reptilians <laughs> um you know uh ruling over us and basically i mean tongue-in-cheek it is a comedian but louis ck basically took that as confirmation that they are when <laughs> when he refused to answer the question you know he asked the question like three times he refused to answer he's like well that's proof right there i mean come on um maybe there's something about a reptile maybe it's like being a vampire you're like you're not allowed to deny it or something you know, when asked, this is this is Louis C.K.'s uh, um, theory anyway. That well, obviously the reptiles aren't allowed to say they're not reptiles because I asked him he wouldn't answer it. And I do always think that's weird. I'm, I'm not saying that. Oh, Rumsfeld had his chance, but I do always find it weird when politicians or people in power won't answer the ridiculous question. Yeah, you know, I, I get when they are condescending or jerky about it even like I, I totally get that but i kind of it's it's kind of like when when nasa won't answer about the moon landing being faked it's like just just tell me why it's not true you know just just tell tell me why it's crap and to me it's like if i'm if i'm donald rumsfeld yeah i mean to find out that four percent of the population or four percent of the voting public believes this I mean, that's not a huge number, but isn't it enough to say, no, I'm not a reptile. I'm not a reptile. Cheney's not a reptile. Bush isn't a reptile. Bush Sr.'s not a reptile. Barbara's not a reptile. I don't like Obama, but he's not a reptile either. Uh, you know, I mean, don't, can't you just say that? But, you know, am I grasping at straws? Yes. Is Louis C.K. grasping at straws? Yes. But I do always, that, that does annoy me. It bothers me. Just, so tell me you're not a reptile. Please. You know, David Icke says you're a reptile. 
four four percent of goofballs say you're <laughs> say you're a reptile. Tell me you're not a reptile. Please just have have one press <laughs> conference. You know you, you you have you have a hundred press conferences a year. In one of them, just say, oh, and by the way, nobody in my family's a reptile. Just for people, the people will laugh. Yeah, for the for the record, for the record, nobody in my administration that I know of <laughs> is a reptile. Yeah, you know, give it a chuckle, make it laugh worthy. But yeah, when they when they instead say, no, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna ban this guy from uh from the MSM, that it is bothersome to me. You know, um, one more point. This just kind of like popped into my head before I was coming to the show. Well, one more point for me. It doesn't mean you guys can't throw in some more points. Um, one more point. You guys know who Jack Horner is? No. Didn't he sit in the corner? Uh, no. No. <laughs> um, Jack Horner. Do- Dr. Dr. Jack Horner. Is, Dr. Jack Horner is famous paleontologist um, who's been around for for decades. Famous dinosaur so guy. Dumb. You guys done? Or... <laughs> we gonna lose? Yes. <laughs> um, Jack Horner is a famous dinosaur guy. He's kind of most famous pop culture wise. Is he is he is the true person that the character of Doctor Grant is based off of? Oh, you know, I mean, Doctor Grant is like Jack Horner if he, you know, lost thirty pounds and you know, uh, <laughs> you know, like was uh, you know. Do you have the hat? Yeah, could could. Yeah, yes. No. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, he's a very cool, dude. I mean, you guys have probably seen him, or you've seen something. They D- do, but... Dinosaurs had more in common with birds than reptiles. Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, he, he, one of the guys that yeah originally kind of talked about that idea. Um, and totally, I mean, Doctor Grant is, didn't like kids. Yeah, I mean, Doctor Grant is 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 Doctor Jack Horner with a little bit of Indiana Jones. In. I mean, that's that's basically what Dr. Grant is. Um, but I remember watching a special um, when I was a kid. I used to watch it over and over again that had this guy. It had Dr. Jack Horner in it. And he was talking about how they had, like, done this model. It would probably look crappy now because it wasn't, you know, now they would do this all with CG. But they had made this model of if the dinosaurs lived and evolved, if they if, if there wasn't an event that made them go extinct and they went down the evolutionary path that we went down instead, you know, is how the theories go, what they would look like today. And it was like a reptilian. You know, I mean, it, it was how, you know, these reptilians are described or how they look. It was that, that exact look. And that just occurred to me, and I was just like, oh, wow, that is kind of weird that, you know, that, that's just something that always stuck out in this special I used to watch over and over again because I was a kid obsessed with dinosaurs. Um, taped, you know, it was taped off PBS or something. And there was these cool, you know, dinosaur fight scenes in it that I thought looked awesome. They probably look ridiculous now in the world of you know the avengers and you know the, what they do with C in game of thrones and what they do with cg now but i just thought that was kind of weird and profound that wow that is kind of what these scientists were saying we would be like if you know we had this had 
reptiles from that era survived and, and moved on to this point. So am I presenting that as proof of reptiles? No. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Um, like I said, I, 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 I do believe in a lot of the things that uh, David Icke um, is a proponent of. Reptiles, not so much. I know I usually go last in our uh, little spin around thing, but I think I probably just kind of gave away my, uh, you know, my my final thoughts. Adam, any final thoughts, man? Um, I mean, you know, I it, if he was maybe talking about if it was the metaphorical thing that you were, you know, that we were discussing <clears throat> earlier, you know. I, d- I don't know. I don't agree with this at all. I think the whole thing is just bunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's dumb. It's it's laughable. You know, it's something mm-hmm. that you look at and you're like, ah, that's funny. Let's go see what he says because this guy is totally off his fucking rocker. Uh, I mean, the metaphorical thing, I mean, you know, maybe that is you know something to be like okay well what is he actually talking about here is he actually talking about like an illuminati type of thing Mm -hmm. where um he's using you know reptilian metaphors to describe nefarious people not that they're necessarily reptilians or reptiles or whatever but they just they're they're snakes you know how Mm -hmm. we would describe a you know just like a shitty person uh you know if maybe that's something that he needs to explain more it probably is uh but and and perhaps he has too, and, maybe that, and perhaps. that's and that's where it's hard to find because because this is so convoluted and it it's, it almost feels like we get it's picked and choose for us. I don't I don't want to I don't want to steal anything that Ed said, but I think there's also something to it that Ed was getting at earlier when he was talking about you know oh, how many books on conspiracy do you need to. Sure. Do you need to make? I mean, it certainly sounds like this guy is capitalizing on on some just batshit crazy cashing in. Yeah, idea that he thought up and is and is working it that so way. Much like I mean, much like we've seen before. I mean, look what uh, you know. I mean, one of the biggest batshit crazy things in the world has become a, you know, one of the most popular things in, you know, some people in Hollywood, and that's Scientology. Sure. I mean, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, you know, came up with something completely stupid as fuck and turned it into a religion, even though it's not supposed to be called a religion. It is a religion. Um Depends. Are, are they talking to the IRS? Yeah, 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 or, yeah. <laughs> but, if you're talking to the IRS, it's a religion. Yeah, if you're talking to the IRS, it is a religion. Anybody up? No, it's not a religion. Don't worry about that. But, um, but yeah, that's where I stand with it. Um, and Ed, we'll get to you too, but I kind of feel like, um, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but if, like, it, it can almost make sense if you're just saying that the reptilians are replaced with the what many people use as just the they <laughs> you know what i mean how like you know when it's like they won't let us do that they're controlling this they're it's like well who is they <laughs> you know who who is this this evil they and i do it I, i'm you know i'm i'm guilty of that too that that idea that you will just say that well yeah that's because they won't you know they wouldn't let that happen <laughs> Who who is this nefarious they that, <laughs> that that is looming over us all? Is it 
Is he just replacing they with the reptiles? <laughs> and if that's the case, well, you know, maybe it's not. Let's, as let's, let's be honest with us. We want we want reptilians to be Bowser. That's what we want. <laughs> we want we yeah. want reti- reptilians to be Bowser. Yeah, the king of the castle until the yeah. hero comes in and stops them. Yeah, that's what we want. Add final thoughts. Uh, I mean, maybe just a reiteration. I mean, I don't. I probably said it all, but so people people obviously realize that everything they believe in the world today, you know, at some point they come along and say, "Well, shit, I've been sold a bill of goods. Like this, you know, this is a lie." I think eventually they they start to realize, you know, the, what the mainstream media portrays is not anywhere near what the world is like and what the truth is. So conspiracy is big business. I mean, a lot of people get on board one way or the other and they start to realize, you know, something's not there, but it's, it's easy to get, to get caught up. And I think a big part of it is because of mis- and dim- disinformation. And you have these people who I see as shills like Alex Jones and David Icke, who realize it's big business because there's so many people out there maybe waking up in some form or another. And you take a little bit of truth and mix it with something just ridiculous and maybe that ridiculousness makes it a little sensational and helps get your name out there and gets bigger, but it does nothing for leading people towards the truth because, okay, so just take, for example, like two things that I, one that I think is true that I've mentioned, one that I don't, like lizard people, which I don't, and then mm-hmm. say the Federal Reserve. And if you knew that those were the two things that he was presenting and you hear the lizard people thing, and then you also then after that you hear the Federal Reserve. What are you going to think? You think, oh, well, that's bullshit too. And then you're probably never going to look into it again. And you just had that door basically slam shut, and essentially the disinformation just kind of corralled you back into the beginning. And I, I think in that sense he's probably bad in a shill in, in that way. Um, that essentially he isn't good for any sort of truth movement. Um, and I think something to I know we said those were the final thoughts, but just off what you guys said i think something to be said for that is you know does the fact that somebody became famous or rich or made some money off something mean that they were wrong or evil no i don't think so like i don't necessarily think that but some of the guys that we have talked about especially you know like bill cooper i want to go back to him again you know a guy like bill cooper who was silenced the only way you can truly be silenced who was killed by the government, you know, basically straight up. You can say you pulled a gun. You can say whatever you want. You can believe their story and, and say what you, what you will. But a guy like Bill Cooper, I'll throw in uh, John Lear and Jordan Maxwell into that. Guys like that who, it is very obvious, sacrificed a lot to get out this information. Maybe the information was bunk. Maybe it was nonsense. I don't know. But they sacrificed a lot and paid an ultimate price for it to me i i rush to believing them much more than a guy like alex jones or a guy like david ike who has made his fortune by 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 sell by pressing these because you have to think after a while um they have made it very clear that they are going to get rich off this and have gotten rich off it so that that to me is is a prime example of somebody who could be selling 
misinformation or disinformation because at what point does somebody who's trying to get rich off this not get richer by saying oh yeah i'll say that sure or maybe they gotta bend the truth a little bit to keep things kind of going to keep that money rolling in right i mean on that note one of the reasons why i think bill cooper he came across as more genuine and part of it would be because he didn't always portray everything like this is the absolute truth. Like he would mm-hmm. sometimes say things like, you know, maybe this isn't the greatest source or, you know, I've changed my mind on this. Like he had a bit of humility, which sure. isn't really something you necessarily see coming from some of these other guys too. Like they've sold something, they're going to stick by it and they build on it. Whereas Will, William Cooper seemed like a guy who was just honestly searching for the truth and, you know, admittedly didn't mm-hmm. necessarily have all the answers, but did it to the the best of his ability was basically building a worldview and trying to put it together right right yeah and yeah it's like when i when i look at old alex jones tapes i really like a lot of things he's saying old stuff i mean i i I watched this stuff you know recently and like wow i think this guy really at one point you know meant this and and i think he was telling the truth but then now when you know he's this world famous guy and it cuts to commercial and they're selling you, um, you know, zombie preparedness kits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, come on, man. The, like, you want people just, to take you seriously or what? It's just a business. You know, I mean, you know. In a way, it's kind of smart to realize, oh, hey, there's this big market of people who realize something's wrong and they're mm-hmm. desperate for information. Let's give them a couple nuggets of truth and sell them a bunch of other shit while we're at it. Right. And, yeah, so it's just, you know, hey, you know. Or he's uh, trying to sell you those uh, those pills that he's always trying to hearken on his yeah. website. That's all he has now. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, like yeah, don't, let the, don't let them globalists get you down. That's a pretty good imitation. <laughs> but, yeah, for, yeah for, for just 69 bucks a month, you can have, you know, your zombie preparedness kit. It's like, it's like, I already have a baseball bat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do you really need in that zombie preparedness kit? Uh, right, it's like, it's like, uh, okay, like, okay, I got, I got Campbell's soup in the cupboard, and I got a, you know, I got, I got a box of nine millimeter and a, and a katana blade. <laughs> yeah, I could probably go to a Lowe's and get like a some type of machete type of right, weapon. Right. So, you know, but it's, you know. And the zombies are probably still gonna eat you. I mean, let's let's be real. <laughs> hey, what what are they real? What 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 are you really protecting against? No, I've I've seen enough zombie movies. I I'm pretty sure I can. Oh, I'm good. I'm 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 definitely yeah. I'm fine. I'm, I got, I got this. If the zombies show. See, up. you're 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 still too scared of the robots. When I I am I am scared of the robots. I'm scared of the robots. Now zombies. <laughs> All day. I, I do like how there is a there is a government program or a government plan in place just in case, which kind of makes you wonder. Okay, well, what what kind of what kind what of what did they develop behind the scenes? Yeah, <laughs> what do you guys have behind the scenes that is that you need to actually prepare for something like, like this? Yeah, it's, it's doesn't make me feel comfortable that you have this plan in place. It makes yeah. me feel a little bit more weary of what you have behind the scenes that would make you think that you need a plan like this in place. Um, I think we already did zombies. Did we already did do we zombies? do a deep issue on zombies? I think I thought we did. I don't remember. I don't think we, so. okay. we've talked about it from time to time. I, I, but... They're they're commenting on this because I just took one of the pieces of paper that will eventually go into pumpkin and wrote zombies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well it's going in. It's, it's going in there. Um, all right, guys, we are going. That, that's our final thoughts. I, I hope this was 
enlightening to you guys listening in some way to, um, you know, maybe you want to look into it. You know, I, we weren't really here to try to change anybody's mind on, on this, but, um, you know, it may, maybe it's something, maybe it's not quite what you thought it was, and maybe it's worth exploring or something if, if you feel like going down that particular rabbit hole. But speaking of digging down into holes, not a rabbit hole, but a pumpkin hole, we are going to, Ed is reaching his hand into pumpkin right now to pick out the next Deep Issues topic, which will be what day, Ed? Uh, July 9th. July 9th. And the topic is Adam Hernandez. All right. July 9th, we will be talking about... I guess it had to happen sooner or later. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This... Didn't we... Oh, I think we touched on this on NASA. Yeah. We did touch on it. Flat Earth, this is another thing that is... um, I actually almost mentioned this earlier tonight. For a second that flat earth, it, it is another thing that um crazy perhaps but this is something that much like the reptile conspiracy has a growing number of supporters at this point flat earth much more so than reptile than the reptile conspiracy yeah. actually but flat earth has a growing number of people who support it um it's something that's been Shack. around for a long, long time. I saw something, I saw something yeah. funny once. I think it was Elon Musk tweeted at uh, tweeted at like some flat Earth Twitter account. Something like, you know, how come there's no Mars, flat, flat Mars. Mars society? And they're like, oh, well, there's already picture proof of Mars not being flat. <laughs> like, yeah, and, yeah, and Elon Musk then <laughs> put a picture of the Earth. <laughs> yeah. So, so this will be good. Um, the, a recent, very recent, famous tweet from the Flat Earth Society was bragging about how many people they have, and the tweet said, "Flat Earth Society now has followers all over the globe." <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, can't, I guess we can already tell where this is going to go. But hey, there are some. Uh, there are some actually kind of cool things to talk about with the Flat Earth thing. So this will be a cool show. Maybe we get um, Kyrie Irving on. Maybe we could get yeah. Kyrie Irving on. Um, <laughs> perhaps, um, I mean, not to spoil it too much, but perhaps it'll be a bit more of a, of a debunking show, um, considering how people here feel about it. But there are some uh, there are some kind of interesting points to talk about on the Flat Earth thing. So it should be a cool show. It should be a fun show. And that will be July 9th. Um, come join us in this time slot next week on the Xcast where we will be discussing payphones <laughs> for 63 straight minutes. We, w- we will? <laughs> Do you want to? No, not really. <laughs> we, we could talk about payphones a little bit. Okay. It was kind of interesting. Okay. But maybe maybe that the video game conversation. That was something that was cool. Yeah, that video game conversation. But Ed really should be here for that. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been episode number 35 of Deep Issues. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks, everybody.